Hey guys, this is Beyond the Dark Room with Kita and Gabby. Today we're talking about street photography, which is photography done in the street basically and in public places. Most often they're just candids of people that the photographers kind of find among the streets. A lot of it is just focusing on people and their behavior in public, which it's really interesting. It's almost like a zoo exhibit. You know, you know what? I never thought of it that way, and it's kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> just the human zoo. Out in the, in the wild. Is it really a zoo? Because they're in their natural habitat. <laughs> it doesn't only just focus on people, but most often things that people have left behind, the places we've built, places we've been. It, it's, it's a whole bunch of different things, but most often it's... A public place of some sort. What's really great about street photography is it really shows what the human condition looks like in public. What I really love about street photography is how wide and varied it can be. The three photographers we're talking about today all have a pretty individual style, but I've also seen street photography that's like super neon and kind of posed, but also like kind of candid. I'm All I'm saying is that street photography can be so much, basically anything, as long as there's you know, a street involved. There's a lot of it that is candid, a lot of it that is posed. Some people just find random people in the street and are like, hey, do this pose and I'll take your picture. Yeah. We'll have all the photos, links we reference, and Instagrams in the show notes if you want to follow along or just for you to check back later. So our first photographer is Adam Lang. He's based in Gateshead, UK, but he travels all over the place. Primarily, he does street photography, but he also does portraiture, landscape, and live music event photography. He said on his website that when street photography is too fast-paced, he'll shoot a landscape, and when it isn't fast-paced enough, he'll shoot um, live music events. His photography is mostly warm tones with a lot of beige, orange, and blue. He does a lot of architecture, and people aren't usually the main focus of his photos, but they're a part of the scene most of the time, just like a small part. I'm stuck at the fact that he does teal and orange just like everybody else. I actually saw a comment on one of his photos. They're like, so why does everyone do like blue and orange for street photography? And he's like, I don't know, dude. They're jumping on the bandwagon. <laughs> it was incredible. So the first photo is of the Tyne Bridge. On the left, there's a bunch of buildings. Then you can see the bridge in the distance. And then on the right, there's another building, but it kind of wraps around the corner. There are two people on the bottom left, but they're very small, and you kind of have to be looking for them. And the colors are pretty warm. It's a sun sunrise, but not at the very beginning where the colors are just going everywhere. Totally fits my style because it almost looks like sepia. Yeah, it totally does. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not the whole thing, but there are tones that could be implied. It's very warm, and I like that a lot. It's almost comforting. Yeah. I do love the fact that there actually is an S-curve with the road, which you don't see as often as I would like to see. No, I totally didn't even notice until you pointed it out. Mostly, it's just leading lines and the rule of thirds that I like think of when I think of composition rules. But the S is super nice. It's like really pretty. It's softer than a leading line, you know? It's not in your face either, which is really great, because when people do it, they just kind of put it in your face like, ha, S-curve, done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, there, I did something cool. <laughs> Which sometimes it is cool. Not to say that it's not cool, but sometimes it's a bit much. If it's forced, it's not great. Yeah. I like how 
like we were saying, the S-curve draws your eye back, but it's like a slower than just if they were really straight. You know what I mean? It's like the lazy river. Exactly. <laughs> so our next photo is a, of a couple walking down a street. It's at night, they have an umbrella, and then on the left side, you can see shops that kind of look like restaurants because there's a clapboard in the bottom left, and it looks like there's a menu on it. There are street lamps, and the colors are pretty much just teal and blue. Nope, sorry, teal and orange. <laughs> teal and orange all the way. We love it. But do we? Yeah, okay. Once again, <laughs> this is an art podcast, not a philosophy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I love and I honestly just adore how the umbrella is almost like a leading line because where you would think rain would fall through, it draws your eye to the couple. Yeah, it does. It almost frames them because you look around both sides of the couple and then the lights, the blue and the orange, kind of fill out like an oval around them. Yeah, it, it's, it really focuses where you want need to look. Yeah, exactly. And the light kind of points, like the lamp, I mean, kind of points towards them as well. I just like how soft and romantic it is. Our next photographer is Bruce Gilden. He is a street photographer in New York City and he has an interesting technique to his street photography. Unlike most, he gets right in his subject's face. So he his photography is very like controversial and he confronts his subjects pretty much with like by confront, do you mean he walks up and he's like, let me take your picture? Or he's like, hi, I'm taking your picture without saying anything. He's just like, he shows up. Boom, camera on your face. He pretty much just shows up. He gets in your bubble. Oh. He gets in your bubble with a big camera just in your face. And every image I've seen is literally just the person's reaction. Whether they're angry or upset, this man has gotten into fights. Because oh my he gosh, just gets are you serious? Face. Oh my gosh. What a guy. That's commitment. <laughs> it's amazing. But yeah, even though this is probably not the best way to act towards your subject, it's what he does. And he gets really cool results. I mean, if your goal is to get a lot of raw emotion, then that's a way to go for sure. Speaking of which... My first image is of an elderly woman on a bus. And she is in the right thirds entirely, while there's another woman which is just her back in her giant purse and the whole rest of the image. She's just, she's so shocked. Yeah, she looks genuinely appalled. <laughs> I'm. He had to have used a flash because her face is so lit up. Yeah, it's very white versus black in this photo. And like the woman on the left, her jacket's very shiny, so it would also look like there was a flash. I also love how the photo is kind of broken up into sections because you have the woman who's very surprised, and then you have like a bus pole in the middle, and then the woman on the left. And so it's, I don't know, it's broken up into three, but it's not an even three. It's also kind of angled. Right, he uses a lot of Dutch angle actually. Oh really? It's it's honestly something I can really appreciate and stand behind. I, I really think it's cool how, with this image though, most of it is literally just the back of somebody. Right. But your attention is instantly drawn to the elderly woman's face. Right, and probably because of like her expression. It, it's hard to like get past without noticing. Right. 
Our next photo is of another elderly woman. Yeah. I love this one. She's basically peeking out from the left thirds. And by well, peeking, we mean literally <laughs> kind of half cut off. She looks so disgusted while she's standing in front of the store. And yeah. She looks so confused. Honestly, like a camera popped out of nowhere and she's like, what is going on? I feel like she's just upset. Like, get that thing out of my face. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> but yeah, with, with this image, it also has a Dutch angle, which... I'm thinking is just how he does things. Yeah, he might, or else he's just throwing up the camera and not thinking about it too much. But I feel like he must have thought about it at least a little bit. I mean, you gotta think about it a little bit if you plan on getting people's faces for no reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this this image is actually really cool because the store's like angles and such, they kind of give it leading lines, which really help you focus on yeah, because Her. you can see the um, the line of the store um, right under the title, like the name of the store, and then you can see the post of like the edge of the door right next to the woman on the right, and those kind of lead both your eyes to her face. I also think it's interesting how you can see other people in the building. Honestly, wouldn't have even noticed them if you didn't say anything. So our third and final photographer is Thomas Lutard. I probably pronounced that wrong. Um, but I did my best. <laughs> He's a Swiss photographer. Um, he does street photography, obviously, but he pretty much only does street photography. He was born in 1971. He started photography in 2008 and started only doing street photography in 2009. He's written five ebooks about street photography, and all the photos he uploads online, as well as the ebooks, are all free to anyone who wants to download them. He does a lot of straight on photos, like 90 degree angles. Um, but some of them, I found two, um, two photos that are super angled. Like, you can only see something in the top left corner. And most, I mean, you can see the ground, but like the the purpose of the photo is like it's not there very much. And I thought that was pretty interesting. Okay, so like an extreme Dutch angle. Sure. Yeah. Um, he also does a lot of portraits. We love us some portraits. Don't. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Good luck editing this. I know I say that every week, but for real. Honestly, it's not that it's not as bad as you think. If we stuck with what we had, it would have been actually awful. Yeah. So our first photo is a picture of a girl sitting on a row of five chairs. She's sitting on the one all the way to the end of the right. There's a subway going by, and that one is very blurred, but you can see a man through the separation of the subway cars on the other side of the tracks. I adore this image. It's literally so cool. Like, the timing alone is impressive just because you had to wait for that... Su it's such a small gap of time where you'd actually see the person across the tracks. Exactly. Like, the, the subway's moving so fast, so either he was holding burst or he was really lucky. I want to think both. <laughs> yeah, you know, probably. Like, oh my word. I also really love how many horizontal lines there are and how many like squares and everything is so geometrically pleasing. Like on the bottom, there are five chairs that go across horizontally and then two lines connected to the chairs and then the subway is horizontal 
and then there's a line on top of the subway, and then the windows are square, and the chairs are square. I just feel like it's very, it's organized. It's very geometrical. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe he planned that, maybe he didn't, but either way, it looks great. I love it. I, I adore it. I also thought the guy on the other side of the tracks was him for a minute. Like yeah. a reflection of him. Honestly, I would have thought that too. Our next photo is of a bench. Um, he's holding the camera in the bottom right corner of the bench and looking across to a man sitting on the end. It looks like he's waiting for a bus and uh, most of the foreground is out of focus. What's really great about this, is, honestly, is that it makes the bench look like it goes on forever. Yeah. Like, it's also just the leading lines make you go straight to the man sitting at the end. Exactly, and it looks like he's farther away than he probably is. More than likely, but it's just, it's so cool. Yeah, and I love how dark in between the, the slats of the bench are. Yeah. It, make, it adds such a nice depth to the photo. Honestly, if we were able to see things through it, I'd be more distracted by looking through them than looking at what we're supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. They're nice leading lines through, and I know every single photo I think today has had leading lines, and that's just our theme for today. Truly. <laughs> Though unintentionally, it just worked out that way. <laughs> so, Kita, any thoughts to share with us today? Yeah, I kind of alluded to it in the beginning, but I just wanted to say I love how varied street photography can be. Each one, like I said earlier, each one had a very individual style, but there's this one um, group photography account on Instagram called Street Frames that I follow, and one photographer on there does a lot of neon, and I don't know, it's not really experimental, but it's, it's definitely out there kind of photography, and his editing style is impressive, so I'm going to link... Um, street frames into the show notes and you guys can go check that out and look at all the different photographers there join us next time on beyond the dark room next one we're talking about photoshop but not photoshop the program photoshop the verb yes it is a verb see you guys next time Second time's a charm! <laughs> <laughs>